0: Hello and welcome to the Swinging Bunt Podcast. Today we have myself, Wes, and James. Mitch and Toby said they might make it today. We don't know. If they join later in the show, so be it. We'll deal with it if they come. Anyways, we have not recorded since before Thanksgiving, so a lot has happened in that time. We're here to update you guys on the important things, as well as talk about just some random fun sports nonsense like we usually do. That being said, this is the Swinging Bunt Podcast. Enjoy the show. Alright, so here we are, week 13 of the NFL season. A lot of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. If you're in fantasy football, your playoffs are right around the corner or may even be starting this week. I know I have a couple leagues that are. I'm excited about that. Baseball's free agency. Any player who did not get tendered or extended became a free agent yesterday. So there's some big news there. Mostly little news. We have big signings in the NBA, trades in the NBA. We're going to talk about all of that and much more on today's show, first thing, Wes, your team, the Houston Rockets, recently made a big trade with the Washington Magic Men, also known as the Wizards. Tell me what you think about it.
1: Uh, I mean, it was a, to, to me, it looks like we're, I mean, we're, 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 it's definitely a fit thing. We don't think Westbrook fits uh, with what, with what the Rockets are wanting to do, and we're looking to bring a job on. They're similar, but they're different they're different in the fact that John wall is a little bit better shooter, uh, a little less turnover prone, even though they're, they're, neither of them are elite at either one of those things. Um, but John wall coming off, uh, two major injuries, Achilles, and I, I believe a knee as well. Um, it's, it's tough to come back from, but, um, it's a, it's a reuniting kind of deal, bringing in, uh, John wall now and DeMarcus cousins. So that'll be interesting for the rockets and, uh, I mean, one thing about Westbrook is he's going to give you 100% every single night. He's going to give it all he has. Now, I don't agree with some of the the plays he makes, but he plays hard. So uh, I think the Wizards are going to like him. Uh, We'll see about John Wall. But um, this was was clearly something the Rockets were trying to do to hold on to James Harden. So
0: So you thought that James Harden wanted to leave if Westbrook was staying?
1: Oh, that's what he said, basically. Oh, did he? No, I I just think that. I mean, it's, it's come out that Harden would, said he would rather play with John Wall, so they're just trying to make him happy. Mm. I think this is kind of a last-ditch effort to keep uh, James Harden.
0: When does Harden's contract
1: end? I want to say he's got probably two or three years left. They oh. offered him a two-year extension for $103 million, mm-hmm. and then he turned it down. So this was an uh, attempt to make him happy and Westbrook, uh, Requested trades, trying to make him happy, and you know we'll see how it goes.
0: Imagine being able to never get a college degree and just
1: turn down thirty-three million dollars a year, <laughs> fifty-one and a half million dollars a year.
0: I think you said a hundred
1: in two years. Oh, it was
0: two years. I thought it was a three
2: year. Oh my gosh, hundred and three million dollars. Jeez, James. Um, so I I just look at it like this. Um, you know, Rockets. I I like. I like uh I like how but uh, I love John Wall's one of my favorite athletes of pretty much all time. I mean it has no it's not gonna be later. You're not I'm not gonna talk about him later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he uh he's one of my favorite players to watch. Um, now I do realize he gets hurt pretty much every year, and I think Houston's just like I mean we'll take the gamble on it. Why not? We get a first round pick too, and I think first that was the biggest big. part of that trade. Mm-hmm. You know, I, even though the it's Wizards are probably pick. yeah it's gonna be middle round pick probably, but. I mean, you can find any – I mean, remember Obi Toppin went, what, ninth this year? I mean, yeah. it's going to be a little later than that. But you can find talent right there, and I, I thought that was a good move um, to build around Harden. I mean, they're clearly making Harden the centerpiece. So, I thought it was a decent trade. Maybe it's not like the ideal trade because it's injuries, but maybe he'll play. Maybe he'll mm-hmm. like uh, Derek Rose. So, we'll see. Ooh, I mean, this is the third point guard he's had in three different years he's now. So a
0: top point guards too. John Wall
2: is probably the best points guard out of all of them, I feel like. As in, oh, like Chris Paul? Uh, Chris Paul's a punk.
0: <laughs> I mean, he also is one of the highest assist players of all time.
2: He's also one of the, like, every team he goes to he ends up falling apart. Just saying. Hmm. The say Thunder? It. What? But he was with the Thunder last year. He took him to the playoffs single-handedly. One year. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: all right. Uh, I keep... just, oh, go ahead. It's whatever. Go Let's ahead,
0: keep it in the NBA. Uh, wasn't shortly after that trade happened. This more NBA news drops. James, James Lebron, Lebron James <laughs> signed through 2022, correct, with the Los Angeles Lakers.
2: 2023.
0: Was it through 2023? Okay, gotcha. I wasn't sure if it was through twenty three or 22. Um, quite a bit of money, I would imagine. What was the, the
1: exact numbers there, Wes?
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, I was 180, or was, I know it was Davis's, but uh, I think that was the max. only got a two
1: year extension. Mm-hmm. I want
2: to say it was for
1: like 90 million dollars or something like that. the The key there is mm-hmm. he becomes a free agent when his son Brian, graduates high school. Eligible. Yeah. So, so
0: this will make it so that he doesn't have to say Lakers, you must draft my son. It can instead mm-hmm. be someone drafts his son, and they're also drafting LeBron James.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, 39 year old LeBron James, but yes. <laughs>
0: That's yes. what's happening, right? Whoever gets that first pick is gonna be like, "Look, we have no need for Bronny here, but we can <laughs> get <taking> LeBron <laughs> James on our team." <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what's gonna happen in 2023 because he hey, he's will be. Good. I mean, what, good. isn't that what you'd wanna do? I mean, I know Maybe he'll be 39, he's but
1: like, not even close to being a NBA draft level player. Not you know? yet. Definitely not yet. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I just like, wonder. I wonder kids
1: either were drafted and they were just awful. Yeah.
2: But we'll I'd see. do it though. <laughs> we'll see. Like, I mean, if your it dad's got me, gotta play with us.
0: <laughs> I'll stick him on my bench and say adios, buddy. I need a one year here with LeBron, and you guys can shoot some hoops together.
2: Better but, work on that jump shot. Yeah, it
0: could happen. It could be very interesting to see.
2: Um, before we get off the NBA, I know we're going to talk about Anthony Davis, but I want to talk about one thing also about the NBA after we talk about Davis.
0: You know, when would have been a great time to say that?
2: After Davis. After Davis. <laughs> I, know fa- I know how fast you go. So no, I'm I get you. A-
0: so Anthony Davis then got a, what is it, three-year, $147 million?
2: Five years. Five hundred. year.
1: Close. I was close. <laughs> Say it
2: again. you will get one right eventually. Five
1: years, $190 million. Ah, that's Mac a bit contract. of money.
0: That's a bit of money. Five years, 190 So Lakers should be good for a long time coming. I mean, they've got.
1: Yeah, a lot of guys got that kind of money. Guys like Jason Tatum, guys we liked in the who were had big bubbles playoffs. Five years, one hundred ninety-five million. Brandon Ingram got a max contract. De'Aaron Fox got a Jason Tatum got
0: five one ninety-five. Whoa, that's a that's a bit of money.
1: De'Aaron Fox got five years one ninety-six. I mean, just money out the
2: wazoo. One of my favorite college players, by the way. Ever considering
1: we're we're in a we're in a state of
2: where no fans, (laughs) but. Uh, it's 190 million. They'll spend like, all one place. like I
0: told you when this started. All the owners and all the teams were like, "Oh, we can't, we can't pay our players full salaries because we're going to lose so much money." You are billionaires. You are not losing enough money for it to impact you because you're clearly going to keep paying your players so you can keep them and win championships. And one year of missed uh, income from just the fans in the stands is not that even much a percentage of. Games. Most of their revenue comes from merchandise and from TV contracts, not from in-person sales. Anyways, that's just my little soapbox against rich people.
1: Yeah, I'd say one of the one of the bigger thing one of the bigger surprises of NBA free agency was Gordon Hayward getting four years, hundred twenty million, and that's not even hundred ninety million. But Mm -hmm. this guy coming off some uh, injuries and uh, being a fourth option in Boston, but. you know, got it in Charlotte, so got a got
2: hand at the door. It kind it. of shocked me that they paid that much for him.
1: Gotcha.
2: I mean, the guy's injury prone, too. They wouldn't pay that to Kemba. They'd give it to him.
0: So, so do we, just update me, are we expecting Kyrie and uh, KD to both play this upcoming year? Yeah. Yep. And they'll be together, correct? They're both ready to go. Mm, that's going to be fun to watch.
2: They I play the back. Warriors Christmas Day, I think. Ooh. When is Our the first day? day? Uh, first toward, 22nd. 22nd, yep.
1: Mm, mm, mm. This is going to be a fun NBA season. I hope that we. There's can also see. been rumors that the Nets are trying to acquire James Harden. So interesting. So on from... <laughs> yeah,
2: the Thunder from
1: yeah, plus Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie instead of Westbrook. Here's
0: my question: um, Are they doing anything similar to the playoff bubble with this uh, new season?
1: Not as of right now. Um, right now, they're gonna they're looking at the NFL, surprisingly, and uh, they're gonna Ooh. try to do what they're doing. So. They what think do you
0: have, uh, Which system do you think worked better, baseballs or NFLs?
2: Obviously baseballs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, baseball also doesn't nearly the con, isn't nearly the contact sport that NFL is. Mm-hmm. Um, but NFL has actually had quite a few players getting tested positive. I mean, there was like, Definitely 100, the past, 100, like two weeks. 146 this past week.
1: I mean, I don't know what else they're doing differently. I mean, I know that uh, football is football's honestly, I thought they were doing more.
0: Yeah. Baseball allowed no fans in the stand whatsoever. league-wide. Yeah,
2: that's true. I don't know how much that would affect the players. I mean, and baseball also started earlier than football did too.
1: Yeah, there's just more people. I mean, there's more coaches. There's more staff on the Mm -hmm. sidelines.
0: Yeah, baseball. You're talking about three coaches, four maybe in the dugout, and then a few out in the bullpen, and then you've got trainers, and then 28 players or 40, depending on. But besides that, you're not dealing with too much. In NFL, you have multiple hundreds of people on the side, or hundred and plus people on the sideline. Mm So definitely, yeah. At least that's out. Well, they're both outdoors. I don't know. Whatever. Moving on. Um, what was I going to talk about? I totally forgot. Oh, moving into NFL. NFL. I told you. I ah, there it is, James. I told you. you. Thank you, thank you. you. Why I brought it
2: up ahead of time. The floor is yours. Okay. This (laughs) is more of a question for Wes. Um. You know, me being a Hawks fan, this is the most action the Hawks have ever done, and and I think in the history of the of the team, um, they they signed like they signed a defensive people, they signed scores. I mean, they signed people out of the wazoo. It was crazy. Big winners of the offseason. Do you winners. think they compete for the East now?
1: I would say that this probably makes them a top six team in the East. Maybe not top three yet. I, I got to see it first. I guess I, you got to like deal with
2: Alabama, sorry, Miami, and Milwaukee. So. What? I said Miami, Milwaukee are still probably ahead of them. but Yeah, I'd say and Philly's,
1: Philly's probably up there. But, uh, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying. I, no, no, I was doing that because of Jay. got to see it first. They didn't make the playoffs last year, and Trey Young is still a sieve defensively. Now, I know y'all brought in guys to help him, but he can't – he can't come out on defense and come in for offense. He's got
2: to play. <laughs> all right, so so let me tell people who don't know. So, Jake. Yeah, who, that's me. Who all the Hawks <laughs> sign, all right? First off, they signed Ray, Ray John Rondo uh, for a backup behind Trey Young, which I think will help him develop. I mean, Rondo's oh. an experienced player. 100%.
0: I don't mean yeah. to be that guy. I don't know a lot about basketball, but isn't his name Rajon? Ray John.
2: You said, Ray, said. Ray John. I've been watching Mentalist, and the guy's name is Red John. Maybe okay, fair enough, off. fair All enough. All right, uh, we got Denali Gallinari, which I am super excited about. I mean, if he stays healthy, the guy's an offensive like, genius. Um, we got Tony Snell, which is actually my favorite signing, I think. Isn't that Blake Snell's brother? His defense is so good. You say so. That's not my favorite, but it's good. I like it.
0: It's crazy. The Snell brothers, you have Benny Snell for Pittsburgh uh Steelers. Blake Snell for the Tampa Bay Rays and then Benny Snell or not, I'm sorry, uh what's his name? For the Hawks now? Tony Snell. Tony yeah. Snell. Three most athletic brothers in sports for sure.
2: Um then we got Bug Bog- <laughs> Bogdan Bogdanovich. Beg- I struggle with his name. Clearly. Uh who I, I the guy's good. I mean he's clutch too. And we, I mean Trey Young is Trey Young but I would rather have this guy shoot at the end of a game than him. Um, you rather
1: and have well, taking the last shot over Trey Young.
2: Uh, Trey Young, I mean, Trey Young has made. Any, I don't think he's made a buzzer beater yet, or really, probably hasn't had an opportunity because we get blown out a lot. Yeah. So just an experience, I think, is helpful. We have a bunch of people. All these people are older, so I think it's really good to blend that with uh, Trey Young, uh, John Collins, um, DeAndre Hunter, and then. Um, Cam reddish, so Plus, y'all's I'm excited
1: on on Yika, on um,
2: okay.
1: Y'all rookie center, six overall pick. Anyways, dumb. <laughs> uh, I like Gallinari. I think I think that's a great pickup. Three years, sixty one million. Um, Bogdanovich four for seventy two million. Um, those are good pickups. Those are very solid. Pick. They're but Gallinari is supposed to come in off the bench, and be all six man right away. So Collins and Capella can be all starters. And that was the agreement whenever he signed. So he's good with that. Uh, I think they're going to be a much improved team. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a four or five seed in the East. I don't think they'll compete right away just because shortened season uh, or shortened off season, it's going to take time for them to get going. And I think by the time they get going, it might be about midway through the season. And they'll pick up a four or five, I think. But the, the big winners of the offseason are definitely the Hawks, for sure. Well... Picking up Chris, Chris Dunn as well uh, was a, yeah. a sneaky pickup. One of the best defenders in the league at the guard position.
0: It's definitely interesting that we just had... I mean, this is the shortest offseason in sports history. We just had the NBA Finals happen, what, a month ago? And a month and a half, two months? just Just around the corner. And now we have the season starting right back up. It's pretty wild. Uh, reminds me much of the NASCAR season. I feel like as soon as NASCAR ends in October.
2: We're starting Daytona in a month. Day- like, what's it? Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so much reminds me of that. I mean, honestly, they could play year-round if they just stayed in the South. So mm-hmm. anyways, let's move on to bigger and better things. We talk about the NFL. Matt Patricia, the coach of the Detroit Lions, as well as their GM, whose name I forget, has been fired after they got slacked this past week. And uh, I think it's been a long time coming. Um, I was hopeful for Detroit when they got Matt Patricia. I thought that he was a really solid defensive coach for uh, the Patriots and that it would translate well to the Lions getting what – they've always had a decent decent offense with Matt Stafford. If they could finally get a defense, they'd be a good team. But, man, even when they're close, they absolutely cannot win.
1: I mean, they they lose so many close games. Um, they fired C- Jim Caldwell in their last season. They were what my, my nine and seven, mm-hmm. I think. So they were hoping to kind of build upon that, and uh, it's been surprising that they haven't been able to, honestly. Uh, but
0: I don't think Matt Patricia is as bad as a coach as he looks with his record, because I think he's also just they've been pretty unlucky too. I mean, they've had some bad injuries. Like think about um, DeAndre Swift now injured, Kenny Galladay injured. Calvin Johnson retiring. Um, what's his face? Um, he was carrying, Calvin Johnson. Retired. Yeah, I know. He retired before him, I know. Carry on Johnson getting injured constantly. I mean, you can't field a team when your draft picks continuously get injured. There's nothing Matt Patricia can do about that. Um, and then their defense has also been highly injured too. I mean, TJ Hawkinson has been on and off injured. Marvin Jones on and off injured, he's your number two wide receiver. That's a big part of losing close games. I mean, they've been close to winning games with scrubs out there.
1: No, I, I don't think that about a lot of teams though. It's
0: true. It's very true, and I do think Matt Patricia did deserve to be fired. He hasn't won. He's had plenty of time. I just don't think that he's as bad of a coach as he gets the rap for.
2: I think the the biggest thing that kind of kind of pushes me away from Patricia is the whole way he handled the Slay incident and everything. Um, it really kind of did him wrong, and that's why that's why Slay left. I mean, mm-hmm. he was your best defensive player. Their best. I mean, none of us are Detroit fans. so. Um, but I thought that was just kind of messed up.
0: Yeah, and he kind of has pushed – I don't know. He just pushes against the grain a lot. I mean, remember when he told that reporter to stop slouching or whatever? Yeah. And like, like it's like, dude, you're like the most unkept coach I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He's like Rex Ryan 2.0 – or Rob Ryan, I mean. Which, which one's which? Does. I forget. Does yeah. it matter? Yeah. I mean, the one is <laughs> – <The like>, Ryan's. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I mean, sure, you want to have good posture, but it's not like you're Mr. President of the United States. You're just some guy who coaches a football team in a pair of sweats and a hoodie all the time. Uh, I mean, if you want to, people to show respect, show respect to other people. And um, I think that if you're known for your defensive scheming and your prowess you've had for the Patriots, and you come to a team and you can't field a good defense, then what are you there for? Because I'm pretty sure Matt Stafford can run a pretty good offense on his own, if I'm being honest he's he a good QB? He is. I feel bad for Matt Stafford. I mean, that guy, I feel like if you put him with Andy Reid in Kansas City, he'd be one of the greatest quarterbacks to have played the game in his career. Um, but, alas, he's been stuck with the Lions, and uh, that's a that's a fate worse than death. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> for, for quarterbacks, at least. I mean, I, if I try to think back, I mean, I know that – Matt Stafford hasn't played my whole life, but he's the only prominent QB who's really played for the Lions, and he's played there for so long and been so such a talented QB. It's just can't win when you don't have a good team around you. And don't have a coach that can get you those dubs. I mean, yeah, he leads the league in his career in comeback wins, in comeback drives. He leads the league since he has joined the NFL in comeback drives. That's over Drew Brees. That's over Tom Brady. That's over Pat, well, Patrick Mahomes who played 42 games. Matt but Ryan's actually got a
2: lot, but not, yeah. not near as much as that guy does. Yeah,
0: Stafford is a winner. He's a great QB, and I hope that after this season, we might see him on a different team. And I think that when we had a reporter this past week, uh, maybe, honestly, that might work. He would fit in Bruce Arian's system. He would. I mean, that guy loves throwing that ball deep. Both of them do. But um, he was asked by a reporter this past week what his future was. He said, we'll talk about that another day. And it's not like he said, I'm a lion, true, and... Through and true, so through and through. When they
2: asked him about Patricia, too, and he's like, that's not my job.
0: Yep. Like,
1: I some sketchy stuff going yeah. on here. Yeah, so
0: I could easily see Stafford getting traded or um, what's not, especially if Brady retires this year. I mean, Stafford's going to be better than any QB that the Buccaneers could draft at their draft spot because they're not going to be getting um, a high draft pick. So just a thought, a thought to, a thought to think about.
1: What do you guys think about that?
0: Sure. Sure?
1: I like it. It's I mean, uh, the Lions have always been bad. I just think, uh, you know, as much as I think Stafford's a good quarterback, I just – He know, ain't I no either. Phillip Rivers, though. We know that, right? <laughs> don't even get me started. Oh, I, I hate that guy. But uh, no, Matt Stafford, I, I feel bad for him, but uh, – I don't know. I just feel like he's a part of the system now, like one of us, one of us, and
0: he's... You think he'll stay there for life?
1: He's in, He's in part of the core of...
0: Part of the ship, part of the crew? Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of. I don't, know. I
0: don't know. I feel like the Lions want to tank. Get a new quarterback next year. They're going to go through the whole 0-16 again, like they did back in 20, what was that, twenty oh eight? I mean, they got a
2: player to build around, so... They,
0: they got DeAndre Swift, man. He looks good. Poor guy's going to get killed in his <laughs> sophomore season. He's gonna he's gonna carry the ball forty six times a game and just die.
1: Yeah, we're <laughs> All at, right, I'm we're tired. James was like, "Oh yeah, the Falcons are gonna give it to Todd Gurley until he gets hurt." Yeah, he got hurt. <laughs>
2: it but they did it. Did they not? Swift also <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> just had, is coming off a concussion as well. So
2: let's see what happens.
0: I need that boy to play this week. Oh boy, do I need him to play. Me too. All right, so. NFL news, I think that's really all that we have as far as news goes. Did you guys watch this Wednesday game, the Steelers versus the Ravens?
1: Watch part of it. Ugh. I did It was gross.
0: The Trace McSorley running around that field. <laughs> the Penn State, State alive. And uh what's his name? Even uh Robert Griffin the third was out there. He got injured. Didn't
2: look I can't terrible? believe I cannot believe he kept playing mm-hmm. after he hurt his hamstring. Mm-hmm. That's pretty tough. I'll give him that. Yeah. He no, stinks.
0: The guy wants but... to play for sure. He finally got an opportunity. It's not like it's like, you know, I'm behind Lamar Jackson and I've got no chance of playing. Finally, I can play, and then you get injured. That's got to blow. <laughs> I would not enjoy that. Um, but, man, talk about an 11-0 team that has had a cakewalk of a season. Let me walk through the Steelers games this year. Give me one second. Um, Here we go. It's right up here. All right, where'd it go? Oh, whoops, I'm on the wrong channel. Okay, here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers have played against Daniel Jones Bron- and the Giants, the Broncos barely beat them, the Houston Astros, still led by Bill O'Brien, the Carson Astros? or Houston Texans, the Philadelphia Eagles, led by Carson Wentz. The Browns, they did shellack the Browns, who are eight and three, but let's talk about another team that's had a pretty easy record as well. Uh the Titans, they only beat him because the refs helped them win. The Ravens, they did barely beat, but the Ravens were a good team, and they still are. Barely beat the three-and-eight Cowboys, beat the two-win bangles, beat Jake Luton with the Jaguars, and then just now beat the Ravens with a third-string quarterback by less than one or by one possession. So, yes, they're 11-0, and it does take talent to be an 11-0 team, and it does take a good team to do that. But had they played mm, two or three more good teams, I think they'd have two or three more losses in my opinion. Don't get me wrong. Great defense. Absolutely amazing. Um, But this reminds me of the Patriots defense last year that was great, and it also looked great because they played nobody. Uh, And the the Steelers haven't really played any good offenses, at least good when they played them besides the ravens back four or five weeks ago so i don't know don't i don't mean to knock them too much but i do think it's worth noting that i wouldn't get make them a super bowl favorite just because they're 11 and 0 i make them a contender
2: so with that um i think their biggest problem is they play to the talent they play against Mm -hmm. um i think they're a very good team i think they're a very complete team uh they don't really have a whole lot of weaknesses in their team no um and so when they play a bad team, it always seems like they just play. They don't They don't try as hard, it seems like. Like, mm-hmm. they play worse. Like, they should have blew the Ravens out yesterday. They should have. Whatever it was. They had they a full team, and the Ravens almost...
0: had 12 people on their offense alone
2: out. Yeah, so. I mean, it's like they just don't. I don't know. It's weird. I don't understand why people do that. Like, you could blow this team out, and for some reason, they're in the game. And it's, it's because, frustrating.
0: you know, the, the term game scripting. They're like, if you play it close, you run, and you play it like it's a close game. And I don't understand why people don't just go for the throw at all times. I get that it's riskier to throw the ball deep and to try for big plays. But that's how you win the game in 2020 NFL. You play by scoring a lot of points. And trying any other strategy is just buffoonery to me. But that's also AFC North. That's how they play football. It's close, defensive, running the ball games. It's just the way they are. Low scoring. It's always how it is when they play each other. But then they'll play like a... NFC West team next week, and both teams will score forty-five points. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, anything else in the NFL before? I know you guys had some college stuff you want to talk about. Yeah. Yes. No. Snow, maybe so. All right. Let's move on to the college, college foosball. What you got for me, James? You had something you wanted to bring up, right?
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, just I can do a quick overview of what uh, I've noticed this year too. Before I get to that, um, it's been a crazy year uh there's there's very there's two teams i think i think it's really one team that is clearly better than everybody right now and i I don't think it's close um now saying that anything can happen in a a college football game but i think i think alabama is head and shoulders better than everybody um i think ohio i think ohio state's up there though i hate that you're right Uh, thank you uh I think Clemson looks vulnerable. Uh, Notre Dame, I don't think they should even be top Well, they should probably be top four because they win, but I don't think they're – I think they're like Pittsburgh. They look better than what they actually are. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do like Ian Book. He's done really well this year. Um, Is he a fifth-year senior this year? uh, He's a senior, but I don't know. Okay, gotcha.
0: I knew that he had to be a senior by now.
2: Um, But the two surprises probably – a couple of the major surprises are um, Coastal Carolina mm-hmm. and BYU. Um, they both are nine uh, undefeated. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are they 9 no? Have they been that many games? 9 yeah. no. Uh, Isn't the Big so, Ten
0: only playing eight games this year? Sure. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's
2: eight or ten. Yeah, Ohio State's got to play two more conference games in order mm-hmm. to qualify for the championship. Mm-hmm. Michigan's going to do it. They're going to play oh. them. Let's not uh, uh, get to that rabbit hole. Uh <laughs> So, Coastal Carolina had a game this week against Liberty, who has been a surprise team as well. Um, But Liberty has COVID issues, and they cannot play the game. So, Coastal Carolina basically put out a message like, we won't play someone who wants to play. And BYU is going to play them this week. Mm. I thought that was actually really awesome. As of right now, uh, that's what what I read on ESPN, so it should happen. Uh, But I think it's awesome that two 9-0 teams – BYU stepped up and was like, we'll play you. That's awesome. I mean, they're
0: risking a lot on your season. You're playing a good team. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
2: So, risk
1: reward. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, if you beat a 9-0 team, great. you got to have a lot of confidence in yourself.
1: Which one of the biggest risers in the NFL draft, Zach Wilson, BYU quarterback. They're saying he's got a lot of college. It's like a mix between Baker and Johnny Manziel, which mm-hmm. probably isn't a good thing. Nope. But the fact that he's <laughs> very inconsistent means that probably he's a little – more centered than
2: maybe those two guys, probably.
0: Yeah, because you know Mormons are so chill.
2: Yeah, those <laughs> <dumb>. <laughs> three. <laughs> so that was what I had from the college. I just thought that was that they actually did that because you remember a couple years ago when uh, USF UCF were the champions because mm-hmm. we're undefeated and we all know they would have probably got blown out by Alabama by a third of that year,
0: right? And they claim to be national champions anyways. Yeah, like, they they still have like trophies and banners up saying 2018 national
2: champions so this is why i always say when it is do something like this and i think it just it's really cool what should we do this more mm-hmm.
0: i would agree that's why i just think they need to make bigger playoffs so that teams that are like that have a chance to at least prove their medal they've say, been
2: discussing it pretty pretty heavily for this year they've been discussing it every year no 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 it's because of COVID. they've really 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 been discussing it
0: oh just because of the weird things that have been happening yeah. this season
2: it might not stick. It might just be for this year is what they say. Try saying. it out.
0: See what happens. It's 2020. Yeah, it Anything no. goes. Everyone could die. I mean, it's 2020. You may as well give it a shot.
1: <laughs> um
2: extreme. Okay. One you thing I want see. to talk about
0: What's in college football is my, my boy, a guy I've been supporting for years. I was – before he even signed with the team, I was calling for him. And I said, I want this guy. This is who I want to be, the coach of my team. His name is none other than James – brother of John Jim Harbaugh and to be fair the guy has had a 10 win season every year but one he had nine so 10 and 2 10 and 2 10 and 2 10 and 3 11 and 2 something like that always been up there loses to Ohio State every year uh, usually loses one game whether it's to Michigan State or to Notre Dame or to Iowa or Wisconsin, there's always some other game in there that we lose. Um, Actually, we perform pretty well in our non-conference games. Like We usually have one big matchup in the beginning of the season, and we've actually done pretty well in those games. But, man, this year we've had a lot of players transferred away from Michigan, some of our top receivers, some of our best running backs, defensive players, a lot of players gone to the draft. And when you see all these players leaving, it's not been encouraging for me to see players decide, I signed with Harbaugh, and now I decide I don't want to stay anymore. And then to not see any stars really being recruited further in. We haven't had a star quarterback since he's been here. Shea Patterson's the best thing we had, and he was a transfer from Ole Miss. Jake Rudock, next-spec's quarterback we've had, transferred from Iowa. And it's like, dude, you got to get me some kind of players in here if we're going to compete with Ohio State. So the recruiting has really been hurting. Then this season comes, and we are – uh, three and five or i'm sorry we were two and three and then we go and play oh and five penn state in our house and lose by double digits and i just don't know how much longer i can defend jim harbaugh that he's the coach for michigan can't beat ohio state can't consistently be a powerhouse um we've had a few seasons ending the top five which is all fine and dandy or top 10 i mean but we, as a Michigan Wolverines football, known as one of the greatest collegiate football programs in the history of the country, I feel like they be- deserve a coach that can keep up that sustained excellence, which, sure, he has been doing better than the coaches we had previously, like Rich Rodriguez and, um, I forget the other one's name all of a sudden, Rich Rodriguez and, uh Brady Hoke, but... Since Lloyd Carr, we haven't been a powerhouse, and I think Jim Harbaugh might need to be uh, replaced. He's getting paid a lot of money to lose right now. And I don't really know who we're going to try to get. I'd love if Urban Meyer would love to come coach Michigan, but I don't think that's going to happen.
1: I've heard uh, him being a uh, possibility for Texas as well, and Tom Herman does not like that very much.
0: Tom Herman's already being mentioned as being kicked out? He hasn't even been there that long.
1: I know. Yikes.
0: Uh, why is there always so much drama with Texas football, Texas Longhorns?
1: Because it's Texas football. Yeah,
0: I guess you want them to be good. Football. They haven't been good since Vince yeah. Young, man. Yeah. I mean, Colt McCoy was solid. Colt yeah. McCoy, Colt McCoy. I'm sorry.
2: They were in the national yeah. championship, were yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They were one year with Colt McCoy.
0: I, I love – after the Wolverines, the Longhorns are my favorite football team. Um, But, yeah, they haven't been good since Mac. The Brown. other
1: Texas team, though, Texas A&M, number five in the nation. Mm little they
2: were, It's funny because you mentioned Jim Harbaugh, but they were talking about how it was a mistake signing him last year uh because they extended uh, him. No, uh no, they just signed him a couple years ago. I can't oh, remember his oh, name. But, what's his name?
0: Jim Harbaugh. Wait,
2: no, the coach, the coach for Texas. You know. Oh, Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. I couldn't. Sorry, I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how it was a mistake signing him, and then he's like, "Trust me, give me three years or give me a couple years and let me develop my team." Mm-hmm. And now look. See, maybe, maybe yeah, but that's someday. what we said
0: about Jim Harbaugh. And,
2: uh, Obviously, that's not working, though. Year
0: three, it was great. I mean, the only game we lost was to Ohio State. And then year four, we lost Ohio State and another one. And then year five, we lost to just Ohio State and two other ones. We're really not trending in the right direction. Now, I think if Harbaugh gets fired, he's going to go to the NFL, right? Does he go to Detroit?
2: I thought he did better in the NFL than he did in college. I mean,
0: he did pretty solid in both before he came to Michigan. He did great with Stanford. Maybe
2: this year is just really in my brain.
0: To be fair, he had Andrew Luck. Um, yeah. and then he had a really good year with Colin Kaepernick in San Francisco. And then a really bad year after he left or Kaepernick's next year. And then he's had sustained success. I mean, he has had a successful career in Michigan, but he's also just had too many unsuccessful individual games. And then this season has been a, I mean, also it's 2020. So he kind of cut the guy a
2: little slack. I'm pretty sure Tennessee's going to fire their coach. You think so? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's hard because he hasn't been there very long, but he just makes stupid decisions. I mean, mm-hmm. like, clearly, our quarterback that we have is not cutting it, and we're not going to win the conference. Mm-hmm. Put this freshman in because this guy, Garantano, is a senior. Mm-hmm. I'm just like.
0: Don't you think a dual threat?
2: He, he was the number two dual threat quarterback when we got him, mm-hmm. and he hasn't run at all.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. What are you going to do? I mean, heck. Cry Same thing with Shay Patterson. Lot. Shea Patterson ran a ton, and he threw a lot of uh, touchdowns and few interceptions with Ole Miss. He's the big 12 freshman of the year. And then he comes to Michigan, and they're like, nah, we're going to make you a pro-style quarterback, and you're going to hand the ball off 60% of the time. And he's like, eh, this is not the game that I've been playing my whole life. And sure enough, it didn't work too well. Sur- surprise,
1: surprise. One key name to look out for head coaching-wise, uh, just recently got fired as an H- NFL head coach. And has college head coach experience. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Oh, please no. Be on the lookout. Yeah. yeah so if Bill O'Brien comes time.
0: to Michigan, I'm going to be an Ohio State
1: fan. I just <laughs> think of going to oh, South yeah. Carolina. Oh, boy. Oh, we'll, we'll bust you.
0: What about. uh?
2: He's out of there. <laughs> what
0: about um? Adam Gase? Is he going to get fired finally at the uh, end of the season? I hope
2: so. I mean, I think I pray at night for it. Why, why, why week 12, would you fire him, though? No. I, I mean, like, end of the season. At the end of
0: the season. Because, I mean, if you're trying to tank, he's the coach to get there. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they're like, you're doing a great job. Just get us through the season.
2: Lion son, Adam (laughs) Gates.
1: Don't screw this up for us. They're like,
0: everyone's like, why hasn't Adam Gates fired? Like, because he's doing what we want him to. (laughs) (laughs) We'll fire him at the end of the year. Why fire him now and just let someone else struggle through this season? Exactly. And that's actually something I haven't thought about until now. I joke about it, but it actually kind of makes sense. <laughs> it <doesn't>
2: make sense. <laughs> uh, they'll get the Dolphins now that are pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're, they're pretty much a lock for Trevor Lawrence at this point. And I think that if I'm the Jets, I say, thank you, Adam. You got us, Trevor Lawrence. Mission accomplished. Now leave.
2: What if he doesn't go, though? Yeah, let's go bring in Sweeney.
0: What do you mean if he doesn't go?
2: If Trevor Lawrence refuses to go there. Well,
0: that's well, though, what I'm saying. Eli get rid Manning... of Adam Gase first and then maybe he will agree to go.
2: I hear you. I mean, I just care. Yeah.
0: I, Trevor Lawrence could very easily – because he still has another year. He could play with Davo another year. If he doesn't get a national – if he gets a national championship – because they already have one with Trevor Lawrence, right? Yep. If he gets I one, I say he leaves no matter what. Why would he want to go back for three? Does he have two? No. They lost the first one.
1: They lost to LSU too.
0: hmm So he
1: has one. Um, because they beat Alabama and they lost to LSU? But, I mean – I. I know everyone says like, "Who would want to go to New York?" But I mean, Joe Namath became Joe Namath in New York. Well, and you
0: get to live in the media center of the world. You're going to get paid lots of money. You're going to have.
2: I think it's Adam Gase
1: is what it is. Exactly, that's the issue. He's going to be gone. There's going to be a brand spanking new head coach, probably who who likes Lawrence or Lawrence
0: likes. You certainly hope so. You certainly hope so.
1: Or Justin Fields.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's that?
2: Justin Justin
0: Fields? Fields. What about him? Where would he go then? Where do you think? Who what's another team that will need a quarterback at them to see?
2: Whoever's next quarterback's up. Redskins. Uh,
0: Redskins? Hmm.
2: Maybe. I I like Alex Smith there. I think he fits. What do you guys think
0: about this one?
1: Leave the guy alone. Let him retire.
0: (laughs) Could we see? Tell me what you think. I know Kyle Shanahan has reiterated that Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback. But if I'm the 49ers, I'm looking for another quarterback situation here either next year or the following.
2: Hear me out before you say that. I already said it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was so funny. I mean, it was kind
1: of funny. Also, Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Ooh, Jaguars.
2: Atlanta is probably going to draft a quarterback. You think so? I do. I I don't know if it's going to be a first-round pick, but it might be. Jags are certainly
0: grabbing one in the first. Jags will get one in
2: the first. They keep talking about that. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, you can't stick with Gardner Minshew, Jake Luton, and uh, who's the other guy they have playing right now? Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon. That's not a winning combo right there. Yeah, they'll definitely grab one in the first, I imagine. So they could be the Justin Fields team right there. They only have one win.
2: But back to the 49ers, um, why not? Why not develop under Jimmy G for a Mm -hmm. year or two?
0: Yep, that's what I think. That's what I would do. Grab yourself a second round QB. Kind of like Jimmy D- G did with uh, Tommy B. And then, <laughs> and then you can get someone else to go under Jimmy G.
1: Another one I'm seeing Maybe is Trevor T. potentially the Panthers. Now, in this article, it says that, you know, they like Teddy Bridgewater, He's but they're saying well. his ceiling is not the highest. Nope. So if you can get a quarterback with a high ceiling, uh, you know, Maybe develop him under Bridgewater, let him take over. What draft spot do the Panthers uh, project to you right now? Five, six? Currently, they're seven. seven. And they have them taking quarterback Zach Wilson from BYU. Ooh. You know who else I've heard taking Zach Wilson? None no. of the Patriots. Yeah. Well, and then See, number eight, they have, uh, they have lose the Panthers going to the Washington mm-hmm. football team. Mm-hmm.
0: I hope they change their name before next season. Oh, my gosh. I cannot take this football team. Oh,
2: I do love their uniforms, though. They look cool. I think cool. they look sweet. Yeah.
0: Just stick a logo on the helmet. <laughs> just slap Washington. it right on there. <laughs> I, like, I was playing Madden the other day. I played the Washington football team. Like, the football team versus the Patriots. I was like, the football team. That sounds so stupid. So stupid. I'd rather be the fairy dust than the football team.
1: Gosh. All right. It just seems like the, the owner did it. Just because, like, you know what? Like, y'all make me change it? Fine. Football team. How
0: well, about no, that? they did it because branding and writing a whole new mascot and doing all the marketing and stuff takes time. And they had, like, two weeks before the season started. So they just did football teams. They could just remove the logos without having to create a new one. Although I feel like I could have re- written them up a logo real quick but whatever. All right. But there's a lot going into making a decision like that. Moving on. Surprise, surprise, surprise. We're going to do a draft. I thought it was so fun last week when we did the best moments in sports history that today we're going to do the greatest athletes of all time. Mitch Toby, you should have joined the episode because you probably had something to say with this one. But that's your fault. You snooze, you lose, you skip, you miss, I guess. Uh, that's a phrase. That's a saying. So um, I'm going to take... Here's what we're going to do. We're going to draft this based off of how many episodes you've been on the show? I will allow you to choose which pick you want. I will go last as I am the host and I'm gracious. James has been on the most episodes. So, James, which pick would you like in the draft?
2: I'll go first.
0: Wes, uh, would you like the third swing pick or the middle second pick? I
1: thought you said you are taking the last pick. No, I will pick, last I will pick the, the last three. of the three. Oh, I'll take the second pick.
0: Okay, then I will take the third pick. So, there's no parameters. When you say that he's the greatest player of all time in any sport – that's totally your choice, James. You pick whoever you want and
2: go. My, I think the greatest athlete, or at least one of them ever, is Bo Jackson.
0: Oh, Bo don't.
2: Jackson.
0: And tell That's me wh- tell me why? Ain't nothing but...
2: uh, He's one of the greatest football players ever. Uh, if he didn't hurt his hip, he probably could have broke some records. Uh, not only that, but he was one of the best defensive uh, outfielders in baseball, too. And you still get many... Dual athletes that are just that good at every sport in the pro, so him mm-hmm. and a handful of others are, but he just excelled above everyone else. I felt. Um,
0: is he? Is he the has a Super Bowl and a World Series? Correct? Only one?
2: I don't think I don't so. That. I don't think
1: so.
2: Mm. Okay, I'll look it up. World. I'll look it up for y'all.
0: And he he may not be the great, the most accomplished athlete of all time, but as far as he goes, pure athleticism, I can totally see why you would have him up there. All right, Wes. Who you got?
1: Oh, yeah. I was gonna go with Bo Jackson. Uh, just, just a locomotive, basically. But I'll go with uh, the guy who's you no know, slouch himself. Uh, go with Michael Jordan. About uh, that. I was uh, hoping
0: you would be stupid and he would somehow get to me.
2: But
1: yeah, no. Uh, just, I mean, not only is he one of the greatest athletes of all time. I mean, yeah, he played baseball, but minor leagues, which is no, which is no big thing because none of us played minor league baseball, you know. So uh, it's. Pretty impressive that he played both, but you know, not Bo Jackson level. But um, anyways, basketball. He had just the, the he had the killer mentality. You know, I'm gonna I'm not just gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat your brains in every single time you walk to the court. And there was never a, a moment where you thought, I wonder if Michael's gonna have a good game today. No, right. he's, he's he's gonna go kill you on the court. Like, so not only is he a great athlete, great the best mentality, one of the best mentalities ever. And uh, yeah. Great player.
0: Okay. Well, I get to take two picks, which makes me very excited because there are two people that I really wanted to get, and I'm get, or three. I'm going to get two of them. Uh, one is Jim Brown, who is, in my opinion, one of the greatest football players and probably, I think, the greatest football player to ever play the game. He was dominating throughout all of his career in the NFL. And he also is widely regarded as the greatest lacrosse player of all time. He is in the lacrosse Hall of Fame. So it's not often that you have a player who is the best player to ever have played in two sports, uh, much like myself as in baseball and ping pong. But uh, Jim Brown, I think, is uh, without a doubt top five, and I I would maybe make an argument for number one, but that's just me.
2: That's where you're wrong.
0: <laughs> My second pick is going to go to um, – oh, man. I'm having a really tough time with this one. Oh, Okay, I'll look at some stats here. Okay, I already did one football. So I'm going to go with the man who floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee, Muhammad Ali. Rarely have we seen a man who can dominate in an individual sport the way that Muhammad Ali did in his time. Much like the Michael Jackson of basketball. Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan of basketball. (laughs) Muhammad Ali was the... Michael Jordan of the boxing ring. He revolutionized the sport, made it one of the most in- watched uh, events in sports history. And some of the most iconic moments And just the star that he was, was amazing. But he also was absolutely dominating in his entire career. Um, yeah, Muhammad Ali. And I think, not, Wes, that means you're next, right?
1: There. Uh, since I got Michael Jordan, I figured I'd go the opposite. And maybe not like the... Most explosive athlete in the world ever, of all time. But uh, Babe Ruth was an incredible athlete of his own. Not many people could say that they were elite pitchers. Hollywood would have been Hall of Fame pitchers. And then he went and hit and hit 714 homers and became one of the greatest hitters of all time. So uh, you have to be somewhat of a great athlete uh, to be able to do both. I mean, it's you know, whether it's arms or you know lower body, just just the greatest. One of the greatest baseball players, if not the greatest baseball player of all time, Babe Ruth, was also not only a great hitter, great pitcher, that's who I got.
2: So, mm, I'm pretty like happy it. with Michael Jordan and Babe Ruth.
0: Michael Jordan Babe Ruth. Uh, someone would say that's a solid combo. Not too bad. Mediocre. <laughs> all right, James, give us your second and third picks. All right, I'm going to go... I, and also, wait. We got to do it. He's a salt and a swat. The great Bambino.
1: The Colossus of Clout. Oh, the Colossus of Clout. <laughs>
0: All right, how to do it. Go ahead, James.
2: All right. Uh, there there are three people I have on my list. Are we going to do, am I going to get one more pick after this? Yep. Okay. So you'll get, well, uh, no, you're
0: going to get four total. So this is your second and third. And okay.
2: Get four. Perfect. That's perfect. All right. Uh, my first person is, I mean, he might not be considered like the greatest athlete, but greatest athlete at his sport, I don't think it's even close. And it's Michael Phelps. Um Ooh. Just to see him dominate in everything he ever did in swimming. Um, he's by far the greatest swimmer ever, I think, personally. Um, you know, he broke so many records and stuff. And, and just, stuff. I mean, it just it's insane how much he has to train to stay mm-hmm. in shape for that swimming and stuff. And, and how much food he's got to eat and stuff. It's crazy.
0: What kills me is, you. I remember watching the 2008 Olympics. They, like, detailed what about his body makes him such an amazing swimmer. He wouldn't really be good at any other sports. Um... Because like his too it's long and he's shaped yeah. weird, but he's shaped like a fish or something. Because oh <laughs> the goodness. guy is built for swimming. It's it's insane, honestly.
2: Sweet. All right, and then my next one, uh, I'm gonna go with the the second greatest basketball player of all time, and I'm gonna say LeBron James.
0: Ooh, that's gonna uh, get some
2: heat. He's, the, I mean, he's look at the guy. Don't get me wrong. How are you gonna I to argue that's not one of the greatest athletes of all time.
0: I was hoping he might come back to me.
2: When he didn't. <laughs> All right.
0: So, yeah, LeBron James. I mean, the guy's, as far as athleticism goes, one of the most athletic people, one of the most athletic bodies that have ever been graced this planet. Uh, whether you like him as a person or as a player, mm, that's negotiable. But the guy is one of the greatest athletes to ever walk on a competitive field a court. Can I hope I neither going to say my
2: other guy.
0: I probably will. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking Freddie Freeman, so you can have him. I'm good, then. <laughs> all right, Wes, who you got? Ugh, God. This is your really, third I, pick.
1: I don't have... Y'all have literally taken all my good picks If here. you take
0: my pick, I want you to know, I will kill you. Well, you right,
1: the show. So there's, there's one guy I would take, but I just don't consider it a sport that much. So, uh, to be greatest athletes. Rock know? singer?
2: <laughs> like the Beach
1: Boys. They, they had
0: was, lots of singing competition. Good point, though.
1: No, I'm going to go with, uh, this one might surprise you a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm going to go with Simone Biles. How about Ooh. that?
2: That was who I was going to say. That was my last one. Yes! I think she's the greatest athlete. I think she might be the greatest athlete ever. She's pretty solid. Maybe not that, but I... Say who she I,
0: is for anyone who may not know.
1: Yeah, so Simone, Simone Biles, Houston native, I might add. Uh,
0: Texas and sure. gymnast. because Nastia Liukin was from Texas, too. What? Nastia Lukin, back when uh, in two thousand eight, again when America had the whole swimming thing, two thousand eight and two thousand twelve, she was an amazing gymnast from the Dallas
1: area. Yeah, well, you know, everything's bigger in Texas except for small. Except for gymnasts. Yeah, the big, <laughs> big heart. No, but uh, small miles is probably the, if not the greatest uh, gymnast of all time. So nothing, nothing more to say there.
0: Mm, can't argue with you. She's pretty awesome. I don't know if I'd put her in our top 12 all time, but uh, I see you.
1: How, how can you not?
0: I, um, it's not like...
2: <sighs> athlete. I know.
0: She is an amazing athlete, and she really is. When, but it's just when you think about all the other people out there, I guess just maybe it's because you only see her four, every four years, and she didn't make as much of an impact on me as Michael Phelps did.
1: Well yeah, yeah, but if I said if I said yeah Scotty Pippen's a better athlete than her, then yeah, I could have said that. But I wouldn't say Scotty Pippen either. Well who, who can jump higher, Scotty Pippen or Small Biles? Who's it depends on based twice height. the height <laughs> of the person? I didn't, say, I didn't say that. I said who can jump higher? Who has a higher vertical? It's gonna be the taller person. That's no, not that that's really no. true. It's higher.
0: No. Oh I guess yeah. I don't know. Who jumps higher?
2: That's I a hard question. It, but. What is the point <laughs> of this question? So. I don't understand. <laughs> tell yeah, me where. With. Tell me where you're going, Wes. Let me
1: tell. I'm uh, just saying Simone Biles as an athlete in her sport is the greatest in her sport out of all time. So she's the Michael Jordan. She's the Babe Ruth. She's the Muhammad Ali. Of is that sport.
0: is she regarded as the greatest gymnast of all time?
1: I would call her that.
0: I because yeah. I wasn't there. Someone like back in the 80s who like won every competition for like three. Different
2: Olympics. name was Simone
0: Biles Sr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gulas Greatest female gymnast of all time.
2: I mean, there's probably some from like Russia and China that were really I, good. I just
0: honestly don't know. I don't know that much about it. It is regarded as Simone Biles, Nadia Comaneci, and Nastia Lukin. Those three. So. Alright. Alright, Wes. We went with gymnasts. I'm not gonna argue with you. It was gonna
2: agree. be my last pick, so. I mean, y'all
1: took. Everyone else that I was going to take. Oh, wait, no.
0: I apologize. Simone Biles is... Ooh. Ooh. Not even top.
1: The greatest American.
0: 10. Gabby Douglas is the first American to show up on the list.
1: Get the heck out of here.
0: I'm just saying she's the first one on the list.
1: Well, what list list is
0: this? Is this Bob's list? It's Bleacher Report. Craig? Oh, Bleacher
1: Report.
0: Nadia... Get out of here. Komenachi from Romania. Hmm. She eternally captured the Olympic gymnast, gymnastics world. I'm sorry. I just think your pick sucks. 14 years old, she won every single gold medal. Ten, She scored perfect in every event. 14,
2: 14, according to them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good point.
0: Um, Yeah. Anyways. All right, Wes, you can have your sucky pick.
2: Oh, Wes, <laughs> I'm on your side. Very much so. Okay. okay more than you even are. My Dude. next
0: pick goes with the sport that I grew up despising um but i've learned to come around and enjoy and appreciate it there's a certain player out there who did something that no one ever will do again he has won three world cups which someone i think actually has done that but the thing he did is he scored 1,281 goals 1,363 matches almost a goal per match pele the greatest soccer of all time don't get me wrong our fella um ooh, what's the guy from argentina i forgot his name all of a sudden
1: Messi, Messi. Messi.
0: he's really solid, and so is the the fellow over in Brazil too. Yes, but
2: Pele. He's from Brazil, though. (laughs) He's from not Brazil.
0: Ronaldo's not from. He plays in Brazil, doesn't he?
2: No, Ronaldo's from
0: Portugal. Ah, Ah, they're right. They're literally right next to each other. Right. Portugal is pretty much Brazil. Okay, it's literally surrounded by it, except for the ocean. Anyways, (laughs) I know my geography. Um, but Pele, the greatest soccer player of all time. And in the greatest – or the most uh, widely loved sport in the world, I feel like he deserves to be on this list. And I wasn't sure when you guys put him on there, so I had to. My next pick comes from another sport that um, I've never not played a whole lot. Man. I think I'm going to take this pick just so I can make – I think I'm going to take this pick just so I can make James mad. Instead of the guy I was going to take. Mm, he's a host on Fox Sports. He has a show with Skip Bayless. Oh, I don't know. All right, I'm taking Wayne Gretzky. I was going to say Deion Sanders. Great dual sport athlete. Played for the Braves and uh, for the Cowboys. And he should, should have played more. Should have played more on offense than he did. Mostly played defense for the Cowboys, but... I was going to take Deion Sanders, but I am going to go with Wayne Gretzky, the most dominant NHL player of all time. Uh, his entire career, he was the best, and he will always be known as the best hockey player. And my pick is Wayne Gretzky. That First was my I next
2: to pick, Shannon Sharp. I did too. I was like <laughs> – Oh, Lord yeah, that's that's, that's that's who I was
0: – I was confusing Deion Sanders with Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Yeah. my bad, my bad. Not even close to the yeah. same. But yeah. Good job. They both played football. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, thank you, Jake, for kind of – Opening my mind to other sports, so that which reminds me gives me a great last pick, uh, the the greatest tennis player of all time. Okay. Roger ah, Federer. Yeah,
0: I was hoping he would get on our list.
2: Uh, so glad you with him. Although is, I
0: would I would argue that Martina Navratilova is a greater tennis player.
2: No
1: comparison. Roger Federer has the most Grand Slams of all time, and he's been doing it for longer than any tennis player has ever done it. If you look back at some of the greatest tennis players ever. They always they – always, their careers always end around age 31, 32. It's because tennis is such a Physically grueling, grueling sport. Mm-hmm. They played in the heat. They play so many matches in such, such a short amount of time. He's now 38 or 39 years old, something like that, mm-hmm. and he's still a top three player in the world. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for so long. He, he's the greatest tennis player, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Roger Federer, happy to get him this thing.
2: Mm, sweet. Mm. It's a good pick. It is good. I was actually I was looking at both of them, uh, but I'm glad y'all didn't say my last pick. Uh, Well, you technically did, but my last pick is going to be one of the best athletes of our generation, the fastest guy alive, Usain Bolt. Um,
0: I was hoping he'd make it too.
2: I mean, it's kind of hard. We kind of gone through like the major people I was thinking of, but he is good at one thing and one thing only. uh, He's freakishly fast. I mean, he's jogging out there and still breaking records it seems like um the guy is just a freak of nature the thing i love about usain
0: bolt is he is not built like anyone else in his sport most people in track and field are really strong especially in sprinting they're really strong and really strong legs and they're short right it's just because they take the shorter steps they have the faster acceleration there's a lot of people who are fast like usain bolt who are tall but they have a really slow acceleration time, but so they can't keep up in the short-distance sprints. A lot of cross-country. He's built like a cross-country athlete. But something about the way his fast twitch muscles go, even though they're so elongated, just gives him that super long stride, which gives him that sustained max speed. But he also can somehow get up to it crazy fast. It's honestly, another thing reminds me of Michael Phelps. Just one of those freak bodies that just are perfectly built for the sport. That's what here. I do.
2: Uh, right.
0: Honorable mentions we got to put in there. Carl Lewis tiger woods tiger woods i thought as well um the tennis person who's like a monster the girl i forgot her name all of a sudden serena williams yep yep serena williams um tom brady of course joe montana jackie owens or jesse owens jackie robinson willie mays Mays hayes (laughs) um yeah a lot of amazing athletes that could have very easily made it on this list what george foreman
1: i said joe frazier
0: Oh, rumble in the jungle. Speaking of, Mike Tyson had his first fight in over thirteen years. No ears were bitten off in the making of this. Boxing but he got match. high a
2: kite before he fought oh, it. I did
1: uh, <laughs> even better than that fight. Nate Robinson fought some other dude. He also died. <laughs> Jake Paul. He's still yeah. unconscious today. I, I, what are you?
0: These weird boxing matches of like these semi celebrities, like these internet stars. I'm so over it. I think it's so stupid. No, like
2: these... I hope Jake Paul fights Conor McGregor. Conor oh, I would McGregor, love McGregor, and he just beats the crap out of him. Yeah, uh, it'd be fantastic. Like, I would well, watch that fight. Conor McGregor beats the crap out of him.
0: <laughs> so apparently, I don't, I don't really know. This guy is some YouTube star or Vine back star in the day. Or back mm-hmm. in the day. He made a bunch of videos and was big, but now he's all washed up. No one knows who he is, right? I mean, we're more famous than he is, and he decides he wants to fight Nate Robinson, and he's got like eighty pounds on him, and just beats the like little six crap feet on of him. height. Yeah. And uh, of course you're gonna beat him. What? I don't know. What, did he have some kind of beef with Robinson or what?
1: Or Robinson. Wait, how how, tall, how how much does this guy weigh? Because like there's there's certain like you have to get within like 15 yeah, pounds.
0: but you know. it's not like a actually sanctioned fight. It's just like a celebrity stunt thing. It's like when Rocky fought uh, the guy from Russia. You know what I mean? A charity fight.
1: Well, yeah, but neither was Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Those Let's guys were like eighty years old.
0: Jake Paul, six foot one. Um, wait, Jake Paul, weight. One hundred eighty nine pounds. Robinson weighed one eighty one. All right, so he didn't have as many pounds on him as I thought he did.
2: He looks a lot bigger though. Yeah, he does. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's... like eight pounds heavier.
0: Yep, one eighty
1: nine compared to one eighty one.
2: That's insane. Why did Jake Robinson hide it? He's he's bulked
1: though. I he's bulk enough. Stucky. well no he just got it.
0: probably Jake Paul probably you know worked to get lighter while Robinson worked to get heavier
1: just one of those things you know alright I don't know I just think Paul has actually had some training and they were basketball player's whole life mm-hmm. completely different kind of sport completely different training regimen
0: that's what I'm saying I don't know why you're even talking about this I think it's so stupid that this stuff was on ESPN moving on oh, <laughs> time for some cool. trivia you guys got anything else for your trivia?
2: Hot trivia.
0: All right, so Wes, or I'm sorry, James did win our season two of the swinging bunt trivia. He's got trivia for me and Wes. We're starting back over at zero to zero. I need to win. I haven't gotten back on top since I was the host, so I'm ready.
2: All right, here we go. This is college football. Mm. Six questions. Um, it's a little different than Wes. It's because, well, you'll see why. All right. Question number one. Which of these is not in the top four for most national championships in history of football? Ready? Mm -hmm. Ready. A. Notre Dame. B. Alabama. C. Yale. Or D. Princeton.
0: Yale and Princeton is weird because the thing with those two is they claim so many. And you can claim it, and the NCAA might not recognize it, but they still count it online. They counted Ooh. it. I know. Say them again.
2: Notre Dame, Alabama, Yale, Princeton. All right, I'm ready. Who goes first? Uh, the person to my right is Wes. Oh, frick. Uh... I'm to go uh, Alabama. I'm also Alabama. Well, they're all in the top four. That was a trick question. But I wanted to see <laughs> which one do you think is number one? Yeah. They have 28 national titles. Yeah. Let me – fourth place has 11. Second place – third place has 17. Second place has 27. And first place has 28. Yeah. And I would also say Yale because I think it's Yale. So you got final answers? Mm-hmm. And fourth place with 11 national titles, Notre Dame. And second place with 17 national titles, and counting, Alabama. And third with 27 national titles, Yale. Mm. And with that the number one with 28 national titles is Princeton. So no one gets a point. You both stink. I knew it was one of Yale or Princeton. I know uh, that they, so,
0: there used to be like two teams in the nation. It was Yale and Princeton. So. <laughs>
2: So, what I did was, I, I tried to throw a little history in each question just to give a little extra zing mm. into it. Okay. Question number two. In 1916, the highest score ever recorded in a college football game was 222 points by Georgia Tech against Cumberland. But that record didn't, records for the most points a game didn't start recording until 1937. What is the highest scoring game? since 1937 i will tell you it was 74 to 72 and lsu was a losing team with 72 which team scored the 74 points against lsu what year was it uh i don't actually have the year in front of me can i pick first yeah well actually jake's first so see if he's gonna guess first Uh,
0: i'm pretty confident i actually know this one
2: i didn't realize something when i made this question
0: I, okay, I'm, I'm pretty confident I know the answer to this, but I'm going to wait for the multiple choice.
2: Okay, Wes. Texas A&M. See, I didn't realize that. All right, Jake, what's your answer? Texas A&M. All right, I didn't realize that you were such a – I forgot you were an A&M fan. But it happened, I think, two or three – it was Kellen Mond, so it had happened within the last five years. Yeah, it but was. Yeah.
0: I, as soon as you said it was LSU, I remembered the game. I just couldn't remember if it was, if it was Texas A&M or Texas Longhorns. I get the two points right. Or no, I'm sorry. Yes. I couldn't remember if it was second, say in m or Oklahoma. I knew it was one So of it games.
2: it was the yeah, highest scoring game yeah. with a hundred combined one hundred and forty six points. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a awesome. lot of stinking points. Yeah, it was it
0: was
1: like in twenty sixteen, wasn't it? It
2: was, it was like, like seven two. overtimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, moving on. So Wes has two, Jake has one. All right, the most Heisman's from a single team uh, in college football history. There are three tied at seven. Which of these, which of one of these four, is not part of those three? Okay, I will tell you the top team, the top three have seven, and the other team has six.
1: Okay, good.
2: <laughs> okay, option A, University of South California, Southern California. I said a full name.
0: Also known as USC. Number
2: two, Notre Dame. Number three, Oklahoma, or number four, Ohio State.
0: All right, I know my answer. And, and Wes is I'm first. Wes, is first. Wes is first. Okay,
2: good. Oh, wait, does anyone want to guess? Uh, hey, we, Richard, you, you already told guess,
0: us Jake? the options.
2: But oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you it wouldn't matter. You wouldn't be able to get it anyway. Sorry. <laughs> uh, give
1: me the give me the give me the first and the last option
2: again. USC was first. Ohio State was fourth. As in in the ranking, that's not what they are. Like, it,
0: was, is it? it was USC, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Oklahoma
1: Ohio, State. Ohio State. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna going. go with Ohio State.
0: Okay, I know it's either U.S. or Oklahoma or Ohio State. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma
2: with seven national champion uh, Heisman people. I am struggling. <laughs> seven Heisman's <laughs> per yeah. school. Ohio State has seven. Yeah, good. Notre Dame has seven. All right. Oklahoma has seven. Oh, really? And USC has six. Mm. Uh, Who are Oklahoma's uh, seven?
0: Because I was trying to name them in my
2: Tyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Baker. Baker. That's all I got.
1: <laughs>
2: they had one guy. I
0: just know team. USC's had a bunch of them from both QB and running back.
1: Yeah, Palmer,
2: Liner. I mean, they had that like that year where like ten years where they just dominated, yeah. and that's probably and like six of them.
0: I thought that's where I was going to get it. Bummer. All right, that's a, oh. that's a good question, James.
2: I knew I should
1: think U.S. can do that?
2: All right. Jason Carter is the shortest player to ever play in an NCAA football game. He played for Rice University and he had one carry for one yard. How tall was he in his entire career? Yep. Is it closest person uh, gets it? Yep. This is why I said there should be a tiebreaker. Who
0: goes first?
2: Uh you do. And just why you think the updated score is still two to one West is winning. Four foot ten. All right, Wesley. Uh I'll hedge my bet. Um four foot eleven. Standing at a whopping 4 9. Yes, Jason I was Carter hoping he would short. be 4-9. You said 4-10. I, was I know, but, that was close. But so I
0: almost said 4-9, but I was like, there's a chance that he's 4-10. So I'm gonna go with 4-10 and hope West takes the over. Whew.
2: Yeah, one care for one yard in a garbage game. It was actually two years ago, I think. So 4-9. That's pretty unbelievable.
0: Impressive. Call him Yoda.
2: Question or, number. Do we call five. Him Rogu? Richard Sly is the tallest player to ever play college football. He was also a defensive tackle for North Carolina Central University. How tall was he? What's your first?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 6'9 and a half. a I'm
0: taking 6'10, and I bet he's more like 7'4.
2: Richard Richard Sly stands at a whopping seven foot zero inches as the tallest college player ever.
0: I was I was I was like if if West says seven foot two or lower, I'm going over.
2: You should have said when seven two. When you said six
0: nine and a half, I was like,
2: there was actually quite a few people over six nine. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I knew Marcus Hunt was six eight. He was the last one I remember. You eight, say he was right? a tight end. He was a defensive tackle. Oh yeah. It wasn't very big. He was pretty skinny. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I
0: would have thought there would be a seven-footer up there. You said D1 college football? Yeah. Hmm, I'm actually surprised.
1: Uh,
2: Jake takes a 3-2 lead based on height questions. Coming to to our last question. Who was the fattest? (laughs) All right. Whoever gets the closest gets one point. However, if you get within five... I this will give you question. two points.
0: Two points does me no good.
2: That does what's very good. <laughs> when what year was the very first college football game ever played? And Jake, you go first. 1897. Wesley. Uh. 1903 Ooh, i think it's like 1901 in november 6 1869 that was the very first football game however that's the answer but they that was before all the rules were solidified and everything that was just like basically rugby as a football game so Mm -hmm. they changed all the rules but that was the very first official football game
0: i know that michigan's like one of the oldest teams to have like recorded scores and they started in 1899 so that's where i got my answer from
2: Let's see here. I don't. I forgot to put who it was. Nice. I bet it
0: was Yale versus Princeton.
2: <laughs> bet you it wasn't. Because I, I remember it wasn't that. Uh, New Jersey versus Rutgers. Interesting. Rutgers. Who the fuck? There you have it. Who the fuck? Congratulations, thunked? Jake, for dominating Wesley. Wesley hey. answered one question right. He still happened to get two points because <laughs> I chose his second favorite team of football. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of bias the there. That'd be like me saying, love. all right, I, gotta,
1: cool, These I, boys got an,
0: are. I got I an Atlanta Braves question for you guys today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where it's, uh, like, it's like we can literally guess one or the other. It's not like
2: four, four options. It so. was really cool to note, Wesley. Fans like that stuff.
0: I enjoyed you know, today's I'm trivia, too. James. I think you did a great job.
2: And I looked these all and up myself. I didn't, I didn't look at some job. stupid list that had questions Wait, already. I'm
0: sorry. I don't have a lot of time on my hands, okay? Uh, it took me two minutes. Well, you got more time than me. Bologna. I can do a lot of things in two minutes, James, that I can spend doing trivia, okay? Cool. All right. Cool. So with that being said, this has been the Swing Bump Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Let's wrap up our teams that we picked up. Uh, for the draft real quick, just so our fans get an idea, because we didn't talk about that afterward. I know I had... Uh, well, actually, uh, James, you are the first pick, so you go first. I had Bo
2: Jackson, Michael Phelps, uh, LeBron James, and Usain Bolt. Wes? Yeah.
1: I had uh, Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, Simone Biles, and Roger Federer.
0: And I had Jim Brown, Wayne Gretzky, Muhammad Ali, and... Pele so we will be Which, posting that tomorrow morning I who, on Facebook think Instagram I, I wonder too James and we will post that and you vote for who you think has the greatest all-time team let us know what you think we will not vote for our teams we had learned that in the past that since we don't get thousands of votes our votes carry a little bit too much weight on
2: the whole thing <laughs> so yes a little bit we're
0: just gonna leave it alone and let our fans do all the voting um, I do believe I have some reviews to read. Actually, let me see if I can find this really quickly. Um, Unless people
1: argue for their teams with to people you online, can,
0: you can argue with people online. That's fine, but just don't put your own vote. Hey, actually, for boat. my team, my team's the best. Clearly, I mean,
2: if you you've seen say, that before, if see the mean, problem is I don't have like Bo Jackson. We know is the best, but like. Is a common person going to know how good Bo Jackson actually I, was?
0: I don't know if I would have picked Bo Jackson first.
2: Well, that's where you're wrong. Maybe it is. greatest athlete, uh, yeah. Like I on.
0: said, we didn't put a whole lot of parameters on what actually made them greatest. You could say most And you also threw it
2: on us when we started the show. So. Exactly.
0: So Yes. Uh, ratings and reviews. So we have only five-star ratings. And uh, our one review says, I just discovered this podcast today, and I got to say that I love it. It's always nice to find entertaining podcast about sports that is family-friendly. I love the dynamics between the guys and the rapport they have with one another. Keep them coming, guys. That comes from Nikki L. We appreciate the review. Please continue to review us on Apple Podcasts. Like us anywhere you listen to podcasts. I also just want to say that uh, go ahead and check your Spotify 2020 wrap and see if we're one of your top podcasts i already know of three listeners that we are in their top five that'd be josiah brandon mule mac allen and jp Hadamio. thank you for sharing that with your uh hosts here and we will be sure once we ever get some swinging button merchandise that you guys will be the first to get some free samples uh if that is something you're interested in let us know because it might be coming to a store near you uh yeah walmart they said they reached out to us want to pick us up yeah, it's right. that memo yeah wrangler <laughs> wrangler swinging butt wrangler jeans they come to a walmart near you brett farb is our brett is our, <laughs> brett Favre's our sporks, spokes spokesman since our i apparently can't it. spokes <laughs> all right guys catch you next week